0: Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me for another episode of the Typical Septic Podcast. I think you guys are going to be really excited at the guest I have today. Um, She's known as the Pleiadian Child. I have with me uh, Carol Noonan, aka Soma Ara, and she's a Pleiadian warrior of the heart, a channel for the Pleiadians since childhood, Pleiadian Starseed, Pleiadian Hybrid, UFO abductee and experiencer. Internationally renowned master psychic medium shamanistic pra- oh, excuse me I'm I got tongue tied shamanic shamanic practitioner Reiki master healer visionary public figure public speaker and she has had extensive international media coverage and appeared on many different interviews shows radio newspapers and magazines and she just did a really good video with Brad Olson you guys know Brad Brad was on my show um, Brad was on my show a couple times the one interview got taken down. So I, I know I think she had problems with her interview as well, um, and she's the author of The Pleiadian Child, and she's also the author of What's Really Going On, and her website is the www.thepleiadianchild.com, and I want to give her a big warm welcome to the show. Soma, or Carol, thank you for joining me. How are you?
1: Hi, Robert. Um, now, I'm really delighted to be here. Thank you for having me, and I'm looking forward to connecting with you.
0: That's awesome. Um, now, would you say that Selma Ara is that? Was that the name given to you by the Pleiadians?
1: Um, well, in a roundabout way, I was given. I was meditating one day with um, out with out in my garden with the tree, and the tree gave me the name Soma and Ara was given to me by my guides um but i do have um i work a lot with Ashton, and he's one of my guides so that was how i got the name and that was over the last couple of years
0: i like it it's very mystical
1: i like it too <laughs> mm-hmm. now yeah. I, it
0: says here that you're a, a you're you're a pleiadian star seed and a pleiadian hybrid and i want to get into you know your pleiadian contacts but are you also a ufo abductee as well have you been taken by the greys
1: yeah i have and before we before we get into that can i just mention that the because you were talking about brad olsen just now and yeah. i've done I, I love brad i think he's a great guy um i've I done do two too. interviews
0: sorry yeah
1: I, no, that's okay i've well i've done quite a few interviews with him but i did two that were taken down from youtube one was with Sasha Stone and it was about Morgellons so those interviews you can find on my website which is the com. so I just wanted to mention that but you were asking about um
0: well about I, I wanted to ask you what did what did what did you and Brad and Sasha Stone talk about if you don't mind me asking that sounds pretty what about Morgellons?
1: Morgellons is a um I guess you could call it um, a, a condition um, but it's, it's basically it's um, little nanopots, nanobots that are um, under the skin so it's not, um, it, it's, it, it's not a pretty thing to talk about but it's a condition that a lot of people have, probably everyone on the planet, where you have these little nanobots under the skin or in the body. And it's called Morgellons. Um, and so, you know, with all the chemtrails and the spraying and the and the toxins and, and the the pesticides and the pollutions, God knows what we have in our bodies these days.
0: Well, I wanted um, to tell you that, that I do a meditation at night. it's like I listen to these binaural beats. Then one is specifically, I put on a couple of different binaural beats when I go to sleep. One's like a meditation. One's like a 432 frequency. And then one is specifically for nanoworms because I feel like I get nanoworms in my brain sometimes. I feel like we all do. Like, I feel like people, a lot of people will say that's the ego talking to you, but I think that's nanoworms. Like, I th- and and I talked to somebody else, they call them parasites. Like, have you, have you heard about this? And what are your thoughts on nanoworms and parasites?
1: I think that that is a huge war going on, and I think we're in the last battle. I think this has been going on since time immemorial, and I think that the negative agenda is very advanced for the technology, and uh, I think we have been infiltrated by negative agenda, by negative ET energy, and I think there are many abductees. I think we have a lot of um, conditions and have been infiltrated A lot of parasites, a lot of nanotechnology, a lot of um, negative AI technology. And technology is far advanced to what um, the mainstream media is showing us. So there are a lot of conditions and um, technologies and AI and um, voice to skull technology as well. All of that, that kind of advanced technology that's being used in a negative way is a very real thing you know voice to skull technology is a real thing it's not conspiracy theories
0: and i'm I so agree. sick of, yeah i'm so I, I, i've had eric mitchell on sick my show of the
1: words conspiracy theory
0: go ahead sorry i didn't mean to i didn't mean to cut you off i didn't i was i was i thought we we have a delay <laughs> go, go ahead i, I didn't go, I'm, you can continue i'm sorry
1: no that's okay robert go on
0: I was just going to tell you I've had Eric Mitchell on my show. He he lived in Antarctica for a little bit, and he lived in a or he lived in Alaska, and he talks about that V two K. He talked about it on my show. Have you heard of him? He's from Deciphering My Experience. Have you have you had him on? I, your- I've heard of
1: him. I I haven't interviewed him, but I have heard of him. Yeah, great guy.
0: Yeah, um, but that voice to skull technology is like they first used it in battle in Iraq. I heard or in um. Afghanistan, what it does is like it can um it actually can make the enemy put down their weapons and feel feelings of love as compared to feel feelings of war. For the fans that don't know this, it's actually a frequency that the the the, the government or the can send out that can get your brain thinking in different ways. And this is V2K voice of skull technology. Am I correct about that? Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah.
0: But you were getting into, We said, you think about the word conspiracy theory?
1: Yeah, well, that was um, thought up by the CIA, I believe, back in the, I don't know, 40s, 50s, 60s or 70s, whatever it was, back in the day, um, to, um, you know, to look upon the spiritual community in a negative way. <clears throat> With... Um, you know with conspiracy theories to look at them in a we woo kind of way and to disclaim them on a mass scale so yeah we've we've you know the spiritual community um, has definitely been targeted they, and, they,
0: uh, they, they they introduced that when jfk was killed and they started to call people who had alternative theories about jfk being called killed conspiracy theorists and meanwhile we know that jfk was a uh, I mean, he was one of the last great presidents of the United States, you know. Um, I mean, he was definitely a president that wasn't under cabal control. I would say that most of the other presidents have been under cabal control. And I know you're not from the U.S., but you probably are are involved in politics and you probably are familiar with this, correct? Yeah, yeah,
1: I'm familiar with um, the Kennedy assassination. And yeah, yeah. I mean, all all systems on Earth are run by negative ET energy at the the highest level. So it's everything really comes back to the great awakening because and and the great reset, which is actually a positive term that has been inverted and, and infiltrated and used in a negative way. But we are in a great awakening, a mass awakening. Our bodies are changing, our our hair, our skin, our teeth, our DNA, our cells. We are evolving. We are in the midst of evolution, baby. And so the negative agenda, their agenda is to curtail or stop um, humanity awakening and evolving into a new human, an illumined being. So that is their agenda, but i don 't see a timeline where they well i don 't see um, i don 't see them succeeding. I see a positive timeline I see a positive outcome for us because it 's also tied into atlantis, and the, the the Pleiadians call it the reversal of Atlantis to me, where um, Atlantis was taken out and infiltrated and destroyed. And now we are in a time period where we get to do what we were meant to do in Atlantis. We get to evolve. We get to move forward. We get to ascend. We get to, to become who we're meant to be without being enslaved, without being controlled, without being conditioned, without being manipulated. So we're moving into a new dawn, a new era, a new earth, a new age of Aquarius, we are in for some exciting times and there's so much that's been going on that's been done to us like um ufo um abductions both real and false so there is so much we could talk about robert but i'm i'll just i, I have
0: a, i have a couple of questions um and the, I, I was trying to write i was trying to type them down so i didn't forget them the ones would be do you think like people like you and i are reincarnated souls from Atlantis that you know we came to obviously bring change like me with my show you with your spiritual teachings and then um I wanted to ask who the negative ETs are if they're like the reptilians or anything like that and then the third question is would we be moving into a fifth dimension right do you believe in the whole that we're like actually evolving to a the higher dimension that we'll be in a higher density so i know that's three questions and i can repeat them if you want me to but I wanted to try to remember them as you were talking, but however you want to address those.
1: Thank you, Robert. Yeah, if we could do it question by question, and if you could just repeat the first one. Or do you think
0: souls like you and I and other people who have like channels and who are doing spiritual teachings and, or do you think we are the awakened souls of Atlantis?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think that we are star seeds i think you and i are star seeds and many thousands of people are star seeds and we i call it coming from the outside in so we've come in from a different place a different star system a different planet a different space and we've come into the earth plane for this time now the great awakening to assist humanity to raise the <coughs> excuse me to raise the consciousness of humanity and in doing so, the, the the Mother Earth as well. But we are tracked and tra- traced by the negative agenda and positive agendas. Uh, star Star Nations, I would call them. So we are tracked and traced energetically from from um, from the beginning of time, from the from the birth of our souls. So we are tracked and traced both. Um, Positively and negatively by star nations like the Pleiadians, but also the reptilian, the negative uh, ET races, which the reti- reptilians would be one of them. So we are tracked and traced down through the ages, from lifetime to lifetime to lifetime to lifetime to lifetime, and we've we've been in Atlantis, we've been Native American, we've been the sacred people who were targeted. That is why they were targeted, because we were them, because of our soul's energy. So it wasn't really about the land, it was more about the sacred people, the sacred um, tribes, excuse me, have been targeted again and again and again and again. Um, The Aborigine, the Africans, the... the, Like, across the earth, you know, there's been sacred people that have been targeted again and again and again.
0: Including
1: the... um, Yes, like the Druids, like the Pagans, like the Aborigines, like the Africans, like the Native Americans, like the mm-hmm. Irish, like the, the the, Gnostic, so many of them. The so Gnostic many. Another one, right? Yeah. Um, now,
0: we talked about negative ETs. Um, are, who are the negative ETs? I know you mentioned the reptilians are one of them. Would the greys be the, another one of them?
1: Yeah, I I think there's probably hundreds of them, both positive or thousands of them, both positive and negative. The negative ones that I know of are, and I don't know all of them by any strength of of imagination, but the negative ones I know of are reptilian and greys. And I think those are the main ones.
0: Yeah. Now, would you say that there's some positive greys too? Because I, I feel like there's some people that are trying to, um, bring like positive gray messages like they say that the great zeta grays are maybe a positive bunch like and you know like elena denan she talks in her book that there's like hundreds of races of grays like so would you say that there are some positive grays as well
1: yeah absolutely i think there is some. Um, i think there's good and bad in both and i think there's fractions of um different races and hybrids and crossbreeds and i mean there's a whole history and science that has been hidden from us
0: yeah you know thanks. and we
1: don't come from here and that uh, we are uh, genetically yeah we're made but there have been many mistakes along the way by both the positive and the negative uh, beings that created us mistakes have been made
0: in the yeah. past. That, that's interesting. Now, would you, do you believe in the, the, the whole, like, uh, I think this was my third question. Do you believe that we're moving into what we, I know you mentioned the age of Aquarius, and I feel like we are entering the age of Aquarius, but does that come along with a, a density shift? Does that come with, along with a dimension change? Like, will we perceive in the fifth dimension? Will we see differently? Will we, like, will our surroundings change?
1: yeah one of the the, that's a really great question Robert and one of the things that the Pleiadians showed me back in I think it was January I don't think it was last year I think it was the year before um was that there were two at the time there was two uh beams of light that were hitting the earth immense intense energy hitting the earth and it, it would become so intense and crucified and intense and crucified that it would actually cause the earth to twist and multiply, not divide, but multiply into two earths. And one would raise into a higher frequency, a higher awareness, a higher dimension. And the other one would either stay where it is, or it would drop into an even lower frequency, a lower consciousness a lower dimension a lower state of awareness so that is how um they explain the Pleiades explain to me about the two earths and that so that would be two different dimensions a bit like a bit like the spirit world where when the majority of of people are not aware of the spirit world but they they're still in a different dimension or um frequency or awareness so that's kind of how i see I understand. That's kind of how I understand that things will play out or one aspect of it anyway.
0: That's interesting. I find that so interesting. Um, What I was going to say was, what did the Pleiadians say about like us? Like, um, like if they have said anything, I don't know if they have. I'm just questioning, like, have they said anything about like us like overcoming like our our um, tough uh, government issues that we have like like you know like we have like politicians who are probably working with the negative ets and they probably have a negative agenda for us and like how do we overcome that
1: we come away from the dream spell that the the matrix the conditioning the the mind control being dumbed down being controlled so we, we need to, we are going into a time where we will be coming away, a lot of people will be moving away from big cities, coming away from um, concrete jungles, moving into rural places, creating their own little communities, growing their own potatoes, their own veg, their own food, having their own water supply. But another way, looking at it from a different perspective, another way that we can, um succeed in our mission is to create laughter to uh comedy and and laughter and joy and finding humor in in something even the the, the atrocities you know finding humor in something will raise your energy and raise your frequency but raise your awareness raise your energy so when we can do that when we can step into that lighter energy we are we then come away from the from the dark heavy media and news in the world today at the moment so it's all about frequency it's all about raising our energy and coming away from that we, and it's a, it's a, it's a tip for tat it's a tennis match it's a chess match that's really what's going on but we are in the last battle so We simply and it sounds very simple because it is very simple. We just need to come away from from everything, come away from the cities, come away from the media, come away from the news, come away from the political shit show, come away from from everything that we're being shown that is reality is not reality at all our history is a lie our science in, is a lie our math is a lie our um astrology is a huge lie you know we are so much more so much more than we're being shown you know we've had lifetimes in atlantis in um lemuria in in, in you know, the pleiades for example we've had lifetimes where that are not on Earth. you know
0: yeah and do you think we're at a point where like the ets are going to ever reveal themselves or do you think that this is just going to be a mission where like humanity has to evolve on its own or do you think we'll we'll ever i mean because like it seems like the government just released more documents and i wanted to get your opinion on that because i they did release more documents i don't know if you saw like the u.s government just came out with documents that you know they said that there were people were reported that people got injured by ufos and then the government said there were um even they they got into abduction pregnancies a little bit i know that the document touched on that they touched on women they but they said there was one you know, like, well, they, I can't remember how they yeah. termed it, but it was the the, the the classic example of how a woman loses a baby to an ET, you know, like how they take it in the third trimester or whatever. But um, it was just weird to see that the government was coming out with that information. And it makes me think, well, where are they going with that? What are your thoughts? Well, you were,
1: the, one of the first things you said just now was, do you think um, ETs will reveal themselves to us? I think they've done that. I think they've been doing that through various ways, through through channelers, through healers, through abductees, through contactees, through experiences. I think there is uh, there are millions of people who are connected to both positive and negative ET energies and having experiences, and I. As a female and even a male, I think that our um, eggs and and semen are, excuse my language, but um, they're taken from us, you know, and and we are, there's so many women out there. You know, if you're a female and you've had an abductee experience or contacts or any type of UFO experience, you've probably also... um, have a baby somewhere else within the universe
0: yeah yeah i would agree i mean um it it seems like they uh they they had this agenda it it seems like i I don't know if it's going on as much now but it seems like for a long time the greys had this agenda and i don't know that's what i'm trying to come away with like i don't know if the government's trying to cover up that agenda or what but i mean it was like the the 70s the 70s 80s no, no the 60s 70s 80s 90s early 2000s it seems like abductions were rampant you know what i mean and and uh god knows how many hybrids there are i mean and, and i wonder where they're going with what they're doing with all these hybrids
1: yeah well other other planets and star systems and galaxies are being populated that is why we are you know sometimes have phantom pregnancies where we have sc- women have scans and then are confirmed pregnant with with you know proof you know and then the, the baby is just it's gone it's not there yeah so you know the, there's many places that are being populated and it's such a fascinating subject the whole thing with the governments and the ufo's and but also, you know, everything else, you know, that we've are really, I mean, it's it. the Pleiadians always describe it very simply to me that we are um, governed by negative ET energy at the very top level in every system on earth, schools, government, military, banks, you know, every single um system on earth is run by negative et energy and so when you can simplify it and and come and and grasp that that it is very simple you know they lie to us about everything not least of all the ufo um reality and who we are where we came from why we're here and and the whole um shaboogles are about keeping our awareness and consciousness and energy dumbed down because if we were to rise and raise our consciousness raise our energy raise our frequency and step into the love vibration which is measurable if you, and if it's measurable therefore you can create it so that it's it's a it's a war between light and dark and it's been going on for eternity where it's it, it it is it's a tennis match it's a chess match between light and dark and this is the last battle yeah and i i, I i've been shown it's a positive outcome but that's the whole good. subject is fascinating
0: it is it, it really is to know that like we're in this like battle but i guess that's why a star seeds came here to help make this change and wake up the people who aren't starseeds like and I guess it's it's really that simple like if you think about it like um what would you say
1: it really is it really is and um it's just it's cathartic and it's beautiful I'm loving being on planet earth at the moment because it's such a beautiful time to be here I mean, we are literally turning into illumined beings. And Sasha Stone, God bless him, he talks a lot about this. He uses different language than I do, but it's the same thing. We are turning into illumined beings. We are turning into crystalline beings. We are awakening to our galactic potential. And did you know that we all used to... It was a very um, daily occurrence where all of us on earth used to connect and channel with star nations. And our DNA was, was severed. It was changed. It was manipulated. And uh, Greg Brayton talks about this using a different language, um, using a very science based language, but our DNA was changed. It was manipulated. It was dumbed down. And it's also tied into Atlantis where we are, the Atlantis reversal and our DNA is changing we are going back to our original blueprint of 13 strands of DNA not 12 and probably even beyond that um, but it's a beautiful time to be here on earth at this time we get to witness the greatest change of, of humanity that's ever taken place like, it's never happened before on earth like this in the way it's happening now this is huge And it's not limited to Earth. Yeah, it's just I'm so grateful to be able to talk to you, Robert, about this because it's huge and it's not limited to the Earth. The universe is evolving, is expanding, is increasing in velocity. So everything in the universe is becoming more than it was. It is waking up. It is increasing. It is going to a higher level so that it can know itself more and it's just beautiful to witness it absolutely beautiful and I wasn't always in that space you know as a starseed many of us have many of us have felt and sometimes still feel I don't want to be here I want to go home I don't fit in here this is uh, what is this place it's a, a different energy a strange frequency I'm the old ball I'm the black sheep I don't fit in what is going on and that's because we have those feelings because we are star starseeds. And and I, I used to feel that. And now I don't anymore. I feel blessed to be here. Blessed
0: yeah. to be um, here. You know. I wanted to get into you about you a little bit because we didn't go over your background. Like, could you tell everybody how you first started channeling the Pleiadians and like how this all came oh. about for you and your spirituality oh. journey?
1: Well, um, that is not a pretty story. <laughs> I I was actually eight years old and I had a lot of trauma. Just as a pre-warning to your audience, I had a lot of trauma as a child. And I had a guy lying on top of me when I was eight. Um, and luckily, my brother came in and stopped the guy going any further because he would have ended up raping me. But what happened is that I couldn't breathe and I was a skinny little thing and I was underfed and undernourished. I had a really horrendous childhood, not a, not a pretty, you know, spiritual, well, it was spiritual. uh, That's wrong. I take that back. It was spiritual, but it was through the trauma that I left when I had this guy lying on top of me when I was eight, I couldn't breathe because I wasn't fed. I was very undernourished and I left my body because I literally couldn't breathe. And he was a big fat guy and he stunk of whiskey and i left wow. my body and i connected to the pleiadians you know I, i've really healed it so I, I can talk about it without kind of emotion because i'm you know i'm not that person anymore and um i've healed it you know to to, to the best of my knowledge and ability so anyway i, I left my body and i connected to the pleiadians and I'd forgotten that for a number of years until I did shamanic courses and began to have memories of having connected to the Pleiadians as a child. But consciously I started to channel them in 2000. I think it was 2010, 2011, 2009, around that time. So I kind of came in back to front. I came in from the Pleiadian star system. I came in with vast amounts of knowledge and abilities and w- w- from a very from the get go um i was having experiences and abilities and, and you know i would come over for the summers and we would spend the summer in ireland and i would be out in the garden playing with fairies and the nature spirits and the elementals and the pleiades pleiadians and um yeah, so I've I've always been very different. I've always been the oddball or the black sheep or the odd one out. But my connection to the Pleiades goes back into past lives where I was shown during an ayahuasca ceremony um, that I come from the Pleiades, like many of us do. I'm no exception. There's you know, there's, there's millions of us here. And I'm here as one of those individuals to help you awaken humanity and that i'm not from here so I, I've, I've been given huge downloads of information over the years and upgrades recently over the last couple of years um you mentioned something um, really
0: interesting um you mentioned you did an ayahuasca surgery a uh, ceremony um well how was that what did you how did that feel and did you do that to um to get past past traumas or to Experience more, or both, or you know what I mean? Like, did you do it to become more enlightened, or did you do it to heal traumas, or did you do it for both?
1: I did it for a few different reasons. I did it to heal my trauma and heal my stuff, and I did it to progress my spiritual awareness. I did it to improve my spiritual energy. I did it for because I I did it because I love the shamanic, I love the Native American. And I, I did it because I had past lives with in Native America. I did it for many reasons. I did it because I was in the right place at the right time.
0: Yeah. Many and reasons. How, how do you remember it making you feel like? Would did, did can you can you do you remember how it made you feel at all, or like uh, how was the experience to you?
1: It was mind blowing. It was eye opening. It was cathartic. It was beautiful it was devastating it was a long process of seeing though of having the experience that, that I was not from here that took me a long time to process years three four five six seven eight years to process that I wasn't from here that we've been lied to on a mass scale about everything and also it, it took just as long for me to process um the information when they said that we are not from here, and that every system on Earth is run by negative ET energy, you don't hear that stuff and integrate it and process it and and overnight. You know that is a process that that needs to be given time. Sorry if I'm going off. No, that's fine. That's fine. But the ayahuasca was amazing. I I love ayahuasca and I love DMT. And I love all the sacred um medicines that I've done. I love all of them, but especially DMT and ayahuasca.
0: I've heard that ayahuasca lasts a lot longer than DMT. Like I've I've been wanting to try it, but like I want to be in the 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 presence of a shaman. I want to do it right. You know what I mean? I want to do the actual ceremony as compared to like you know like ordering it off the internet or something and then it comes to my house and then I just do it here I don't think that would be right like I mean would you say that I should do it in front of a shaman
1: yeah absolutely whenever you do any sacred type of of medicines or herbs or drugs always 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 be with a shaman or or a shaman that you trust because you know there are shamans out there that are not who they say they are you know i whenever i was choosing a shaman i always made damn sure that i could really trust him because you're entering underworlds and and worlds and inner worlds and outer worlds and different dimensions that you need to be sure that when you're in those spaces that you trust that shaman a hundred percent with your life so it, it, that to me, you know, that's that's extremely important because if you're with someone that that is a little bit dodgy, then those places are can be dangerous places to be if you're with someone who is a little bit dodgy. So it's always, always, always recommend go with, with a shaman that you tr- absolutely trust with your life, literally with your life, because you are putting your soul, your spirit into in 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 into their hands and there are very you know the, the spiritual communities have really been infiltrated
0: and even really, at the top level that's that's pretty interesting like because so like do do you think it's to like spread disinformation and get star seeds off their mission
1: yeah absolutely and I think there are quite a few people at the top in the spiritual fields that have been infiltrated. Wow. Um, yeah. Some pretty high, you know, people have been infiltrated. I mean, I've seen recent videos over the last couple of years, one of the Dalai Lama taking the <sighs> injection. And um, also, I think, uh, forgive me if I'm wrong, but also Deepak Chopra. I think he was also. Um, had an injection and um, so there, there are you, you know that, is, that to me that is really questionable when you've got a spiritual person at the top of their field injecting their body with god knows what you know to me that
0: yeah. is a no-no yeah it, it goes against uh keeping your body at like pure and in, and in, in the way that we should right yeah yeah Yeah, Now, I wanted to get into some of the the services you provide before we go, because, like, you provide some really interesting services. Now, you've done missing persons and police work, is that correct?
1: Yes, I have. Um, That's an interesting story, actually. I was, um, since the age of 16, actually, I've been having, there I go again, sorry, I've been having dreams since I was very young of, uh, not even dreams, but astral traveling where I was having experiences and remembering certain um, situations and, exper- and experiences. But anyway, I was 16 and I was having these dreams of um, I remember I had this one in particular dream and there was this young teenager that was murdered and I'll never forget her. But she had a um, a football t-shirt on and there was a huge case in the UK way back when I was 16, whenever that was. And I woke up and I went down and I turned, and the news was already on and she was on the news. So I've worked with, um, yeah, I, I've worked with several police cases. I don't like doing them because they're normally um, horrendous emotionally. I find that very hard going because I I, I um, tuned in naturally to the the victim and the perpetrator so for me on a personal emotional level that can be real tough going to be tuned into the victim sorry tuned into the perpetrator but yeah I've worked for the police before in Ireland the UK and America wow and I've dealt with quite a few missing person cases but but I, I I don't like doing that work I have to say it's, I, it's, I, I can understand
0: uh, that it would be like really tough putting yourself in, like you said, in the shoes of like both the victim and the perpetrator, but I wanted to ask you, has it helped those souls move on? Like, do you see, do you, are you a psychic medium where you also see souls and like do, do those souls ask you to help them find their perpetrator and to help them move on?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I remember one spirit of a beautiful woman Um, a black lady in America, and um, I had this so-called dream, I was on the astral, and for some reason she came to me, I don't know, I I had no connection to her, I was living in Ireland at the time, and she, no, sorry, I was living in Edinburgh at the time, and I was going to, I was attending the the College of Parapsychology in Edinburgh on, on 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 a regular basis, two or three, four times a week, to develop my mediumship when I was um I think I was in my 20s or 30s then and I had this lady come to me who had been horrendously murdered I won't go into the details because it's horrible but in a in a horrific way and she came to me I don't know why because I had no connection to her you know she was a black lady living in America and I was an Irish English living in Scotland um, but she did come to me. I think she saw my light on the astral and she came to me for help and I, I helped her. And then when I woke up, um, she gave me her name. And I was then able to contact the police in Ireland, in America. Um, and I did it through findme2.com and, and they've disintegrated now, but it was findme2.com, which is actually a policeman that retired in America and then set up a charity set up that charity fi- called find me to find me um using psychics and mediums to help find missing people so he did a great service to humanity and i'm no longer in contact with them because they they um dissolved and so yeah police work and i've also worked with cases in ireland as well in Galway. that's it's
0: so interesting like Um, that I I just find that so interesting like yeah I can tell you're really tuned in like because you you wouldn't have the name of that website like if you if you were like if you I I can tell you're being honest and the fact that you really don't want to talk about it too much because it probably stirs up like you know I'll just let it go at that but I mean I really commend you for your service and like I really think that's amazing work that you do like that trying to find missing people because here's the thing like a lot of people are going missing nowadays, like, you know, like, we have the missing 411 here in America, I'm sure you've heard of that, David Politi, he does that, and then there's, like, people disappearing all over the place, and I don't know, you know, I've talked, I've had paranormal investigators on the show, I don't know if people are stepping into other dimensions, or if they're getting scooped up by ETs, or maybe both of those, or, you know, um, but if you looked into that at all, just because, like, you're, you're on the missing person trail. And I just want to get your opinion on that, the missing, the whole missing persons thing.
1: Yeah, that's really interesting. And I think there's several reasons for people that go missing that are never found. Um, and I think one of them is they are abducted. I think another reason is that they are taken off planet by military. I think a lot of people are taken to other planets i think there's a lot of people that i think there's a big thing going on with mars um i think they get abducted for different reasons that there's also human trafficking which is a more physical uh, reality um and prostitution and human trafficking and, and child trafficking and then there's tunnels and then you've got places like area 51 where people are also um, abducted or you know taken so there's there's and then you've got the cartel and drug gangs and you've got there's all different reasons you know some are off-planet and some are um, uh, trafficked you know yeah
0: yeah I, and, and which makes me think of a, a side question this is completely off the subject but like because that's so interesting but i just wanted to ask you like is edinburgh a, a safe city in scotland because um th- this is a completely off off topic but like i follow a lot of like house and rave music like you know they call it rave music but like you know that's that's big over in your in your area of uk like people like a lot of house music, and and and, so, and I enjoy that kind of music, and I like going to those events, and they have one every year in Edinburgh, it's called the Fly Open Air Festival, and I was thinking about traveling to it, but then I was thinking, I was like, you know, it's, I don't know how safe it is with traveling nowadays, like, you know, like, we were just talking about people going missing, like, would you say, Edinburgh? they have it every year in Edinburgh, like, would you, would you say that's a pretty safe city?
1: edinburgh is a beautiful city and it's got different aspects to it it's extremely haunted there's a lot of dark negative energy in edinburgh um it's got lots of underground tunnels there's a lot of um uh, um black magic that goes on in edinburgh but also a lot of light white magic it is um They actually have a lot of secret cults there. A lot of, I mean, it's steeped in history. Both good and bad. Yeah, it's steeped in history. So I would say if you're going to Edinburgh, really protect yourself. Um, I've had some very negative experiences um, in Edinburgh. One where I was actually in the the tourist area on on one of the main streets. I forget what it's called now. And I, I was kicked to the ground by spirit. Um, like my legs just buckled I was kicked by spirits. so it's very haunted it's it's a lot going on there so yeah anyone listening and and also for yourself Robert you know if you do visit Edinburgh really protect yourself because it's 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 a beautiful city but energetically it's very dark
0: well, how do you, how can you even protect yourself from that kind of stuff? Like, I was worried about the more physical aspects, but you're saying there's like a lot of secretive magic, dark, dark magic kind of stuff going on too, which so that interests me so much. Like, and you said there's a lot of secret cults there too. What, what, why, why is this, do you think? Like, do you think it's just like a lot of like, um, just a lot of dark magicians there that have like kind of taken residence over time?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think, I mean, Edinburgh really has a a, a huge history that is um, it's it's very dark, and I I think Edinburgh on a physical level is a beautiful city. There is a lot of drugs and 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 you know everything that comes with that, but it is a beautiful city on a physical level. The castle is amazing. But I think with the history of Edinburgh, it is very dark. And I always really felt that. And some of the experiences I had there um, were very dark. So it's not a place I would, you know, want to spend any time in. But it's a beautiful city. It, it's, it's beautiful, you know. So I would, I, yeah, you know, it's very important to for everyone um, to learn um, spiritual protection yeah. Because there's dark places everywhere around the earth and there's light places everywhere around the earth, you know?
0: One thing I want, I also wanted to ask you about is, uh, because you're from Europe, I wanted to ask you about some of the castles that you guys have over there. Like, how old are some of those castles? I mean, I know you may not know this information, but I'm a big history buff. So like, I don't know this, but I just I've seen I saw a guy. He's a, he has a channel on YouTube. And he talks about the Illuminati about how they were originally from like, I think he says Switzerland, you know, he's always says the Swiss or, or the Illuminati. And he talks about all the different castles in Europe and how they were like, a lot of them were Illuminati controlled. Is that true? And then like, do you know anything about or the, who who lives in those castles?
1: Well, let's let's. I just need to slow you down a bit because um, that's a great question. I really want to get into that with you. But the first thing is, I I was born in Namibia and I have an Irish mum and a German father. Oh um, wow! And I grew up in London, so I'm a bit of a mixture, uh, um, or international, darling. But um. That that just adds but, more to
0: your character. That makes you more interesting in my eyes. I think that makes you a really interesting person.
1: Thank you, Robert. Um, but, yeah, and I, and I grew up in London, but um, with the castles, with the churches, with the sacred sites, with the stone circles, all of those places, you know, the, the castles, the churches, the sacred sites, the stone sites, the were energy vortexes with with, the pyramids being a great example, a grand example of um, places that that were uh, with special energy, sacred sites with special energy, and castles are included into those. So those areas, all of those areas, whether they be churches or castles or sacred sites or dolmens or stone circles, all of those sites were used either in a positive way and some were all of them were used in a positive way and some were infiltrated and used in a negative way and again that goes back to the war between light and dark between positive et and negative et and the illuminati was to me the illuminati are negative et energy at the highest source yeah, of course, there are Illuminati that, that are unaware of the, I guess they would be unaware of the uh, ET connection at a very low level, you know, but uh, I think the majority of them are, you know, um, very aware of what's going on. And of course, there's different um, pay grades, I guess, you know, yeah, those are yeah, for example, more, like we
0: I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but like we have like the Freemasons here in america and like the and and, and there's freemasons all over the world but like the freemasons like there's like local lodges around you know like here in, in america where like you know like like workers unions are part of them you know what i mean like you can become a mason and not even know anything about the history of the freemasons that is connected to the illuminati you know what i mean like so there's just that 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 distance that you were talking about like where people might not know their exact history right
1: yeah and that also goes for everything else that goes for science for technology for astrology where we don't know the history because we're not told we're not allowed to know the true history of humanity the true history of anything i mean look at um the the uh tartaria is really coming to light at the moment oh yeah. and that subject is going to be huge over the next 10 20, 5, 10 15 20 30 years you
0: know our true history do you think a lot of us might have come from Tartaria as well
1: yeah I I think I think we've done it all we've been everywhere we've been in Atlantis we've been in Lemuria we've been in Native America we've been in Tartaria we've been everywhere
0: yeah this is amazing this well this was an amazing interview I don't have any other questions is there anything else you want to share the, the audience that we might have uh the that we um or do you want to just tell real quick about your books the two books that you have because that we didn't touch on that like you don't have to i mean like just if you could give like a summary of them like you know like like so the audience knows I'd like the audience to know about your books a little bit
1: thank you Robert it's been a great interview and I'd really like to um spend more time talking to you so I'd love to do another interview with you again at some point um, If you want to check me out and my books and my uh, uh, everything I'm doing, if you go to my website, it's the pleiadianchild.com. Something I would like to mention that I'm just about to start in Ireland is Pleiadian workshops, visiting some of the sacred sites, doing meditations, Pleiadian activations, downloads, upgrades. So I'm very much looking forward to that. And I'm going to be doing those around Ireland in different sacred sites. And tuning into the energies there and getting downloads, upgrades, Pleiadian activations. I'll be doing some sky watchers as well in Galway in Ireland and some events in Dublin. I haven't managed to put those on my website yet. So if you would like to find out more about what I'm doing or reading or perhaps um, a Pleiadian um, activation or a, a channeled Pleiadian reading, I do lots of things then you can email me at the pleiadian child at hotmail.com and visit my website
0: yeah yeah and this I think I'll I'll agree with you I'd love to have you back on the show again I think you're such an interesting person and you have such an interesting background and and interest you're very spiritual and you 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 just like you hit all the buttons with me as as a great person so I want to thank you again for doing this and thank you for the travel tips like i really appreciate that like if i decide to go to that festival like i will know now to take spiritual protection and um i just thank you again for coming on the show i mean this was amazing this was a great interview
1: it's really beautiful to connect with you Robert.
0: yeah um well um we'll schedule something again maybe we can do something in a couple months
1: yeah i'd love to i'd love to darling i love your energy and it it's yeah, it's been a great interview. Really enjoyed it. All
0: right. How I love it?
1: connecting with people.
0: Me too. Me too. Especially in our community. You know, I, I'm trying to get everybody to come together. You know, it's uh it's uh it's great, you know.
1: We need more of that.
0: Yeah. Well, nice, nice meeting you. Have a good night. You
1: too. God bless.
0: And I'll see you, you soon. All right, goodbye.